This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is December 7th, 2022. This is your Fightful post-AEW Dynamite review. And let me tell you, we just got so much content this week. It's insane. Interviews with Ken Shamrock, with Shaza McKenzie. Don't know why anybody would want to hear that. Uh, interviewing Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Jeremy and Steven interviewed Fodder and Angelina Love. At some point, Danny Limelight interview with Grapsity. Just an infinite amount of content. Uh, including last week, an interview with tonight's uh, main eventer, Dax Harwood. So check that out here at youtube.com slash Fightful. We'll remind you a little bit more about FightfulSelect.com later on. This guy is heavily featured on that service. It's Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Well, Sean, I'm sour. Are you? Yeah, you? you know why? Because I, 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 because Kate is doing the post-final battle show with you. Yeah, and I, I decided not to have a final battle with my wife. I decided that I was going to forego ROH mm-hmm. this afternoon show on Saturday because, yeah. really, there wasn't anything I really needed to see <laughs> in real time on that show. And we were going to take our daughter to a petting zoo where she could pet an honest-to-God reindeer. It's going to be the cutest thing in the world. And the entire time I'm there, I'm going to be so- gritting my teeth in <laughs> anger that I don't get to watch FDR versus the Briscoes in a double dog collar match so i'm a little perturbed but i suppose for a good cause as as reported by ass boys select um they are breaking the news of these matches apparently now but uh you know what guys we're breaking all kinds of news at fightfulselect.com just today we had an update on miro we had uh, news on lady frost who is in demand in mexico and the united states uh we had all kinds of stuff we've got the fightful awards voting ongoing right now we had the post show just an incredible amount of stuff just five dollars check it out 
you're really, really going to like it. But if you want your question or statement read on the air here, do what our friend J.W. Pringle did. Says in honor of his shirt, Sean Ross Quack. Whoa. It's been a long time since I've heard the DuckTales theme, so I ain't going to sing it. But I appreciate the super chat. You can also get in Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. Today, Jimmy Van was out. So Will Washington joined me for a special What Do You Guys Want to Talk About episode, an hour of us just answering your questions. Then we headed over and did the post show. Uh, I get the feeling that what emerged from the opening segment is going to be one of those segments that we go back and forth through or two throughout the night. So we'll talk about that momentarily. Another quick programming reminder, guys. I know YouTube is not letting you guys know when we're live. I'm working on it. I'm on every social channel possible. They have admitted their faults. We are here live every night, though. That's the answer. Every night, Monday after Raw, Tuesday after NXT, Wednesday in the afternoon, Wednesday after uh, Dynamite. We are here three times on Thursdays, in the morning, in the afternoon, and after Impact. On Fridays, we've got interviews that drop Friday night after SmackDown and AEW. This Saturday, we're hanging around all damn day, too. Grapsity in the afternoon, ROH Final Battle later that afternoon. Then later that night, uh, the NXT Deadline Post Show and scrums. We've got multiple scrums this week. Scrums out, out the goddamn wazoo. If you if you are into talking, if you're into the word scrum, this is the place for you right here. YouTube.com slash Fightful. Uh, donate your Super Chats. Donate your Humper Chats. That's how you get your questions or statements read on the air for any of these shows. And maybe you go, well, by God, with all these scrums out the wazoo, I'll get my super chats lost. Go over to humperchats.com. Our good friend Luis takes those down. And uh, you can leave them ahead of time. Just specify what show you want your question or statement read on. And there you go. Uh, we've already got uh, plenty of them about this opening segment. But let's go ahead and get into it. Ricky Starks wins the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Now, I like this because there were a couple of stories that were told within this as well. Uh, the Matt Hardy, Ethan Page story, which again, we broke on FightfulSelect.com, largely written by them, has been one of the better things on AEW TV lately. It's been on Dark. It was featured here. We see the genesis of a Lee Moriarty, uh, W. Morrissey, Jack Perry story. And I really like this version of Lee Moriarty that we saw as well. What stood out to you before we get to the end of this match, Alex? What stood out to you as one of the stories within the stories that you liked? Um, I, I yeah, I, I guess it, it was um, both the beginning of the match and the end of the match had the same thing for me, which was like, so wait, what does the winner get? Yeah. that that was the whole. I was thinking the whole way through, and I was also looking at the people in the in the match, going, okay, well, normally I'd be like, well obviously because this is how my brain works obviously they're not going to book this guy to win it because they're not going to put him in a match for the but i don't know if it's a match for the or yes. the so i was doing that the whole time so i was kind of trying to figure out piecing it together i love i'm with you i love the idea of lee moriarty uh versus jungle boy until christian cage can get fully healthy like that's a wonderful like thing for for keep jungle jack perry on tv feuding with both Moriarty and the big dude Cass like but Cass William William Morrissey yes. now like th that 
Um, I'm always supposed to be cast to me, sorry. But like the idea of it is it makes a lot of uh, sense for, for Jungle Jack Perry to do that while you wait for the big blow off between him and Christian, which we anticipate will be happening at some point when he's healthy. Um, the thing between wait. Ethan Page and Matt Hardy, great. Um, I, I guess I assumed Ethan Page was winning th- this match because the one person I thought it didn't make any sense to have win is Ricky Starks because he's got a title match next week. And isn't this match for a future match with MJF? It's it's for a shot at the diamond ring. Now it's just for the whole damn thing. So so the match next week is for both the diamond ring and the AEW world. To my knowledge, yes. To my knowledge. Well, that was kind of convoluted and confusing the way yes. that they told it. I just think. Um, so yeah, it's for both now, which I'm I'm fine with. If MJF wins that match, he needs to have brass knuckles made out of the four yes. dynamite oh. diamond rings. Oh, that was that he's be made. so good. That's that's how he does it. Um yeah. Um now somebody says no, it's for the ring. Hell, hell, man. Either way, uh, also within this story. Orange Cassidy and Kip Sabian have like sort of had like an offshoot thing as well, where Kip Sabian is like, Hey, you hit me in the head and now I cannot wrestle Friday. And I'm like, it's like two days within story. Yeah. Like it wasn't that rough. It wasn't rough. Uh, but uh, the graphics said for both good. Um, anyway, Orange Cassidy said, Hey, you can have your title shot. And then Kip's kind of like, well, I don't know if I want one, which was very weird. And then it was like, well, you can go pick whoever you want, I guess. So, I mean, that was just a little strange. A lot of people, though, speculating Miro, who Fightful Select has an update on right now about his status. He's good to go. Uh, Subscribe, FightfulSelect.com, please. if If they parked Miro all year to go back to that, that would be very frustrating, Alex. Well, I mean, it all depends on how they're going to do it. Like, if they have Kip Sabian, like, pick out Miro to wrestle for the All-Atlantic title um, uh, and have him beat Orange Cassidy for it, and then Kip Sabian's like, yay, hey, we're friends again, right? And Miro's like, no, we're not. No, yeah. And just kicks him to the curb again, and now that's how you get gold back on Miro. I mean, I don't love it. But Miro is on television, wrestling, uh, beating the tar out of Orange Cassidy and getting gold again. Uh, that's great. That, but then he's got, he can only like, uh, he has to wrestle against, uh, he, he's, he's not against Pacific gods, only Atlantic gods. That's who he's feuding with. Yeah. Um, I just want to see this guy back. And I, I don't know. I was kind of frustrated when I got word. I, I'm, I'm not uh, upset that he's healthy, obviously. No, it's no, just no. like this guy's had four matches all year. They were all between September and, or all between June and September. It's just very frustrating. Like, why is he not being used? He's being paid a lot of money to just sit around right now. And they could really use him as opposed to the same few people over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. I don't get it. But I'll tell you what I do get. Ricky Starks wins this match. Ethan Page did great. He did. Uh, and... And if it was going to be, it would have been one of these two. So yep. there, there was some doubt there. Yeah. And MJF cuts a promo, and I was like, damn. 
well, this sucks for Ricky Starks is what I thought. And I was like, this is a, this is an incredible promo right here. He, he calls Ricky Starks the pebble dollar mm-hmm. store Dwayne. Also, yep. I, I want to say they put enough doubt in my mind that Sean Dean might win this too, based on his history <laughs> with MJF. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there, so I had, he had a good showing. I want to point that out, but MJF, Oh my God. When you used to work for the NWA, LOL mm-hmm. is all you need sometimes. I mean, even that's like, damn, how's he going to overcome that? He said he was going to skip the pebble, which is, you know, mini rock mm-hmm. across uh, whatever body of water, right back over to Billy Corgan's NWA. Right. Damn. Uh, damn, man. This is. This is uh, one of those things where I'm like, all right, well, how how's he going to handle this? How is he going to end up coming back from this? Well, then he just shouldered MJF, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where they are right now. They're in Ricky Stark's country right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This was – and Dark Saturday says, I can't believe MJF missed the easy home run of calling Ricky absolute rock bottom. There's still yeah. time. There's, There's still, still time. time. There's still time. But man, Ricky Starks fed it right back to him. And he didn't have to go, he didn't have to go like with a lot of like big one-liners or anything. Yeah. He broke him down, his scarf, his tan, how small he was, not ironing his shirt, any of that. Like there mm-hmm. he just he cooked Max Cat or mm-hmm. he cooked uh Maxwell Jacob Friedman and MJF left just enough room for him to do that. And here's what I like. I had I had somebody very respected that was in my DMs. It's like why would he call him Dollar Store Rock that buries him? And I'm like, it doesn't bury Ricky Starks because there's nothing you can say to Ricky Starks. Like he might not come up with something that's more cunning than what you just said, but the way that he says it, mm-hmm. you are not going to overcome that. And that's no. what happened here. Um. Uh. Yeah, it is. Joey Bag of Donuts said in a Humper chat saying, it's amazing when you see a wrestler get elevated to superstar status before our eyes. That's what happened to Ricky Starks tonight. Ricky Starks cut a The Mountaintop Is Me promo. That's what he did. He said, this is it. I'm it. Ricky Starks is him. That's what, that's what happened tonight. He came out there and cut that kind of promo where he announced himself as the guy on the scene. Not yet, doesn't have the belt yet, but he's the guy. Like there, it is it is only a matter of time. Ricky Starks being one of the top two or three guys in all of wrestling, it's only a matter of time. And it could be six months. Or like like, but but when he gets there, he's not given up that that spot for a while. Like he's this this kind of exactly how you said it. I'm not even sure if I could name short of just starting out with okay there maxi pad like starting that off getting somebody getting something everyone can chant to to piss off max it's perfect um and then whatever he launches into like I couldn't even tell you like the the turn of phrase that MJF uses when he has things like a metaphor you're a pebble so I'm going to put you in yes. my pocket and then I'm going to beat you I'm going to take you the pebble I'm going to skip you across all the way back to Billy Corgan's NWA he sat up like last night writing that out perfectly and that's fine that's great for MJF Ricky Starks went into that ring having no clue what he was going to say and just murdered 
MJF right before our very eyes. This this was so the it's 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 all about the natural just ability to flow. Like he never stopped everything that he's I could I counted a few like little flubs, but it doesn't matter because when you speak with the kind of passion that Ricky Starks did tonight, all of that's gonna gonna fall by the wayside. This, it this felt like it felt like none of amazing. it was written. It felt like yeah. none of and I'm sure some of it was. Sawyer says Ricky F and Starks. And yeah. Tom Lavalley says Starks buried MJF shoes and compared to Ricky's shoe games. Folks, where's the lie? Yeah. Says Ricky is an absolute piece, should win the belt ultimately. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like it ain't gonna happen next week, but no. it'd be it'd be wild, like if Ricky just bam won the title and then they switch it back immediately. They and he's like they reign honestly, of terror, my ass type of thing. Yeah. Um, I I, I keep saying this. I think that there is an amazing story in Ricky Starks announces himself as the guy to watch out for in the next couple of years, has the first title shot against Max. Max obviously does something underhanded to retain the title yeah. and then spends the next year basically running from Ricky Starks through all kind, making him jump through hoops that he can't possibly jump through while defending it a few more times against other guys while Ricky Starks is involved with, let's say, Swerve or Malachi Black or whoever he swerves in Ricky. But he's always in the back of your mind is that's the guy, man. That's the guy. And a year from now, when MJF is about to take the belt to the Fed or whatever they're going to call, start calling it, um, that having Ricky Starks be the guy who ultimately beats him for the title a year after his first title shot. That's one of those AEW type stories where they can tell it over the course of a full year. And when it pays off, it's going to be huge. Shytown Spurs says better than moi. I mean, that's, that's it. Ricky, Ricky Starks proved what so many people already knew that he is an anchor of this company, that he is an anchor that, this is one of the guys you want to build around that isn't something that we've seen a million times. Yeah. He's a guy that um, he's fresh. He He's what that, that main event scene needs. And I love John Moxley and Brian Danielson and, you know, Chris Jericho is doing his thing, but you need guys like Ricky Starks. You need Ricky Starks up there. You need fresh new so much of what made AEW hot was the fresh, the new, the different than what you were seeing on Mondays and Fridays. And um, yeah. Yeah. Jam Beard says, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way Ricky won wasn't the same way Rock got big, got rid of Big Show in the Rumble. Well, yeah, except the Rock's feet actually hit the ground first. Like, <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. Shauna says, I wasn't a fan of Ricky Starks, uh, but this promo changed my mind. He knocked MJF out of his shoes. Yes. MJF kicks Ricky in the balls, takes his sweet time, as cocky as he is, setting up, punching him in the face. And instead, Ricky Stark spears him quite literally out of his, out of shoes, his shoes, Alex. So good. I love that you could see MJF kicking his feet up into the air yep. to get them off. He, I mean, this is, I don't think you, you needed to make Ricky Starks here, but you did make Ricky Starks here. Yeah, you did. You, you absolutely did. made him here. Yep. He's, he's made. He's a made man. And it, it is not easy to pull off the type of thing that Ricky Starks is pulling off, which is just a guy who is very confident in himself, talks all kinds of shit, mm -hmm. and and gets people to cheer him. Yeah. Brent Lockman says, MJF and Starks can't end on Wednesday. This needs to go on 
They have something real special here. Well, MJF also did set up a little something with Brian Danielson as well. Uh, said like, like, oh, you're not here tonight. You're scared of me. Uh, the thing is, I just feel like Danielson has taken an awful lot of losses lately to, to like right. be in that spot. Now, he beat Dax, but I mean, he just got an ROH world title shot and all that. He, he's, he's, I, f- I just feel like he's lost a lot to Jericho is what it, what it right. feels like. Well, that's, Even though that's, in, that's in reality, a Jericho thing, though. That's yeah, a in Jericho reality, thing. he's beaten like Menard and mm-hmm. Sammy and Dax. Um, yeah, I, I think the, I think the program for Revolution has got to be Danielson. After the whole thing with Regal, what they did with Regal tonight, sure. um, uh, you know, the fact that apparently Regal has been at the hospital for a week and Brian Danielson hasn't left his hospital room. Like, hey, you know, yeah. like th- this is the, the story you're telling is that it's also on the West Coast. That's, you know, that's uh, that's uh, Brian's territory. Um, there's there's some there's some place that you can go there for that. Um, I think that the story of MJF saying I can beat the best wrestler ever and then doing it, albeit while cheating, will be able to be something he can hang his hat on for the next year. So um, also another great line. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ricky Starks talking about all the responsibility that MJF has and doesn't want. He's like, I take it, and I'm going to take some of that responsibility off your plate, mm-hmm. little man. This is going to be one of those promos. I think we're going to get super chats about this throughout the whole night, and I'm okay with yep. that because yep. this was just outstanding. Irene says the benefit of having an amazing young heel like MJF who's killer on the mic is that when somebody like Ricky bodies him, it's a star making moment. Yes. And MJF could throw some real, real tough shit at him. And Ricky's like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't bother me. Go ahead. Give it to me. Like, you're not going to have MJF and Ricky Starks pissy at each other backstage over lines that they throw because each one of them feels like they can ether the other one. And that's a level of confidence that you need to work, especially in this environment where so much of this audience is plugged in to every minute, every little criticism about the other person. We see it so often. Yeah. Jambeard says DDP was the people's champ. Then the rock was Ricky should be the next one to get called that. I, I see it. I see that in him. I see a lot of that DDP in him as well, except he knows how to tape his ribs. Right. Uh, we also saw a segment backstage that was apparently filmed a couple of weeks ago with William Regal. Now, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, reported last week, hey, his deal's actually up this month. It ain't one year, mm-hmm. it ain't three years, it ain't any of that. It's up this month. Tony Khan on the, the media scrum, which is on YouTube.com slash Fightful, confirmed that. He is done with AEW at the end of the year through the holidays. Tony Khan unfortunately revealed that his his mother sustained a couple of strokes this fall, and we're sending our love for that. And he said that around that time, Regal had asked for his release so he would be able to uh, work with his son. 
And there was a conversation that those two had where he said, if you were in my shoes, what would you, what would you want to do? And Tony said, you know what? You're right. And they granted a conditional release to where he'll be able to coach after this year, but will not be on screen. What did you think of that news that, first off, Regal's finishing up. Mm -hmm. They wrapped him up. They got the MJF turn, but also this conditional release. I think conditional releases, um, it's smart. And it's also like, it's it's a, hey, I want to go work with my son. You know, can, you know, and, and Tony Khan being enough of a, uh, of a good guy to be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's good. How can I say no to that? And also on one condition, you don't go over there and start cutting promos <laughs> written by somebody else about the other place or whatever. Like it's, 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 it's fine. I, I think, it, I think it makes a lot of sense. We know that William Regal, because he has said so in interviews, one of the things he enjoyed the most about his time in, in, in WWE NXT on under triple H was being able to travel all over the place and see uh, new talent, give them advice, bring them in, all that kind of stuff. Him being able to do that, staying off TV, while also not having to travel because everything is situated in Orlando. He can work with his son, all that stuff. I think that's a, that's a great thing. I, I If you want to talk about the, the hey, we happened to film this two, two weeks ago thing, um, uh, to, to me, I, I, I didn't, I, it was very odd. Uh, they, they did a, if you're watching this, I'm dead promo. They did. If you're watching this, then I'm dead. Like I, I, I didn't know that you could do one of those and, they did. but, uh, they did. Um, I, Joey bag of donuts what, says, not going to lie. never thought I'd see a, if you're watching this, I'm dead promo. Yes. Um, I, I loved what they did last week and I didn't think it needed anything. I mean, like the idea of. William Regal seeing in MJF his true heir apparent, the greatest young villain since myself, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, and then once and, and helping MJF screw over Moxley, because really it was more about this thing, like realizing I missed on you before. I'm not going to do it again. You are the real deal. I'm going to help elevate you. And you, under my tutelage, will become the greatest villain this business has ever known. And then MJF, once he's got the title, he doesn't need him anymore. I said last week, it's like when Richard of Gloucester became Richard III, he didn't need his co-conspirators anymore. And he had all those guys systematically assassinated. Because you don't need those guys because... <clears throat> well, how can I really trust them? They were stupid sure. enough to work with me. Like that kind of, a, it was perfect. He, 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 ha, he, he figured out a way to use William Regal to ascend to the top spot in the company and then murdered him live on television. That was it. That was perfect. You didn't need to do a, oh, by the way, just in case somebody kills me, um, everybody should have eyes in the back of your head. And the fact that I'm saying this apparently a week before I get hit in the back of my head isn't supposed to be a little heavy-handed. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, the delivery was a little heavy-handed for me too, but um, Joel Wood says, question, if Regal's deal is up and he asked Tony to not renew it, how can Tony enforce him not appearing on camera for a year? I mean, it was pretty clearly explained. He right. had an option year. He said, hey, AEW, I know that you want to renew this, but I'm asking you not to. Right. 
And as a part of AEW being like, okay, well, what we won't is saying, well, you're also not just going to waltz onto somebody else's TV. We'll let right. you be with your family. We'll let you do that work. And I don't think that's out. Of, I don't think that's unreasonable. I no. think that's completely reasonable. Not they they heavily featured William Regal. So Jam Beard says Regal saying eyes in the back of your head was a nice touch, uh, considering how MJF hit him last week. Yeah, he basically said he gave MJF what he wanted, warned him to be more careful that what he wished for, because now he's going to have that target. Said that Blackpool Combat Club didn't need him anymore, but they wouldn't let him go. And the three members can still teach Yuta and teach him to become a, a great wrestler. And he says he's Blackpool Combat Club till the day he dies. And says, fellas, it's been emotional. But I mean, like, they don't have anybody from Blackpool anymore. No, it's it's no longer the Blackpool Combat Club. It just yeah. isn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is the JCC, the Jacksonville Combat Club. I don't know what like, what is it now. Uh, Sports Time Machine said, "Alex, what did you think of the Last of Us trailer for HBO Max?" Oh, it's gonna. It looks like it's amazing. That's gonna be amazing. I yeah, that's gonna be a really cool show. I'm looking forward to that. Well, you know what? If you want to watch it and it's not available in your area, our friends at NordVPN.com/slash Fightful have you covered. I was laid out last week. I had to watch a bunch of new stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has me there. I've got that great deal. An, an additional four months free, 30-day money back for all of you wonderful people. Maybe you want to order this pay-per-view Saturday, but you want to spend a little bit less money. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has got you covered on all your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV, all that good stuff. Block online trackers, block annoying pop-up ads, and block malware with NordVPN, the fastest vpn in the world you change your virtual location with just one click i don't know to new zealand to indonesia anything like that and nordvpn.com look at that beautiful logo up there too i'm jealous of it i wish we had one that cool they've got you covered they make sure that you're able to watch all the content you want get pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate it is one of the most versatile sponsors that we have everybody can use this if you're watching this show right now if you're listening to this show you can get use out of NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and you can end up saving money with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Jambeard says, CCC, the Cincy Combat Club. No, not bad. Not bad. I like that, too. Joseph says, notice how Kip Sabian twirled his mustache as he walked off camera. Surprise debut by Trent Seven, possibly. <laughs> That'd be a fart in church. Um, <laughs> Riga says, I love Miro, but he works best chasing gold. I'd be okay with him not being used for another little while and save it for when MJF is in the home stretch of 2024. What? What? I am not waiting another year to watch Miro, my no, friend. No, no. And he says, eventually Tony comes on stage saying, I didn't want to do this and unleashes Miro like a nuclear option. Well, Tony doesn't want to become an on-screen character, but no, no. I don't want to wait that long for Miro. Come on now. No. Sorry. Come on now. No, no. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats so we can react in that manner. We would greatly appreciate it. Anime Otaku says it's been emotional as an English football reference. Uh, obviously appropriate during the World Cup when the team is on a good run. Yes, good soccer run. I don't know the reference, but I, I thank you so much for sharing it with us. Uh, soccer, the sport that Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis invented in 2019, mm -hmm. which That's is now right. very popular. Yes. Mox cut a promo backstage. He is facing Takeshita on Rampage. 
Tony Khan said that he's going to start stacking up Rampage again. I believe it's short term, but I mean, like, it's a missable show, Alex. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's also, like, in this era of DVR, like, if you're out doing stuff at 10 p.m. on Friday, sure, you can, you can wake up the next morning or early afternoon, depending on how late you were out on Friday night, and get yourself a, a bowl of magic spoon. Sit down in front of your, uh, your 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 TV and and watch it with no commercials. Like, there you go. I mean, people do that. I'm sure all the time. Like, I am I am I going to miss Moxley versus uh, Takeshita? No, but sure. like, I might not watch it live. That kind of a hmm. thing. Somebody asks if Rampage is live this week. No, I believe it is. Uh, I believe it is uh, taped. So. Jambeard says, give me Miro versus Joe for the TV kingdom. Well, let's talk about Samoa Joe because he beat the absolute living dog shit out of Darby Allen. This was awesome. Like a, a concrete power slam. Like he just, he mm. choked out Darby. Afterwards, mm. he I think he tried to murder Darby Allen at one mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Damn, this is the Samoa Joe I've been missing. Yeah. Um. So a couple of things. Um, I, I have been saying for a while, Darby Allen is overdue considering um, just his style and, and the fact that he doesn't seem to have a lot of regard for his own safety. Like he's overdue for a whoops. I tried this stuff with the yes. wrong guy, got in over my head and now I'm dead moment. And Samoa Joe is the perfect guy to, you know, don't be cutesy with your whole, like, I'm going to run around and bounce off of you. Go ahead, try. I'm not moving. Like it's that kind of a thing. Like, great, like all that stuff of like you want to you want to try and just run at me and see what happens. Well, I'm going to power slam you onto the concrete. Is what's going to happen. Also, I might run you across the apron and smash your head into the ring post so you do a complete 360 in the air and land on the barricade. I might do that. I might. I might let you try and do your coffin drop to me and I'll just catch you and then choke your ass out. Um, uh, Samoa Joe, like the, the, the refrain from the, from the crowd is always Joe's gonna kill you. Um, and Buddy Nicholas tonight, Cage about walked up on this eight millimeter piece of film <laughs> tonight. It wasn't so much of like an idle threat as it was an ironclad <laughs> prophecy. Joe yes. is going to kill you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jambeard says watching Joe murder Darby was like watching the Cowboys murder the Colts last, last week. It was a snuff film. It was, mm. it was, it was brutal. It was one of the best Samoa Joe things I've seen yep. in recent memory. Brent Lockman says, feels like Joe will want to wrestle Darby exclusively from now on. And oddly enough, maybe Darby feels the same way. Mm. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Yep. Uh, now I saw, I saw somebody say, Oh gosh, well Darby's taking that that muscle buster on the, the skateboard. He's not going to mm -hmm. make it that long, buddy. I still watch the Hardy boys wrestle. They were right. teaming with Darby. Like everybody, everybody said that about edge and Christian and the Hardys. Now granted edge and Christian had some time off, but literally the bases in their feud were the ones that had to like bully Ray didn't look like he was going to be wrestling. Devon's not anymore. The Hardys and edge and Christian are, they're still at it. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I think there's 
maybe some concern there, but I think it's a lot of faux outrage too. These people know how to take care of themselves. Call up Crowbar. He'll put you through some physical therapy. You'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, we got Mitchell saying, I have two issues. One is for Darby. Seems like he wrestles the same match every time. Second, if Darby's going to take a bump like that, don't just follow it up with Juice versus Joe. Where was Juice in this? Now, granted, yeah. Like, where the hell was Juice in this? Like, maybe it's yeah. it's taking that a little bit too far off of of Juice. But honestly, if I'm Juice Robinson, I also probably don't want to get involved in what I'm just. I don't want to no. be an accessory. No. At this point, Wardlow yeah. uh, didn't mind, but. There's an awful lot going on here, and it does make the, the match Saturday feel like an, uh, an inevitability, which is going to happen. But I don't think this match was anything like all the other Darby right. matches that I've seen at all. I mean, right. he's going to get his ass whipped, but this was a little bit different. I I don't – listen, I, I if you told me that – and I don't, I don't think this is going to happen, but if you told me that Samoa Joe has having a match with Juice Robinson – and Wardlow effectively costs him the ROH TV title. So some because, hey, you know Samoa Joe basically stole the T- the TNT title from from Wardlow. Um, in his mind, well, I'm going to steal this from you, and then you only have one title, and now I'm going to take that too. Like that is the kind of thing that that they might do. But I, I'm I'm saying this whole thing of like I love the idea of of Samoa Joe as the king of television. That's such a, that's such a cool. Uh, yes. moniker for him. Um, and yeah, like him being the guy who like, yes, I, I will have an effectively a John Cena open challenge every week and I will murder people along the way. That's, that's a pretty great use of Samoa Joe. Jane Beard says watching Joe, uh, we already read that one, Luis, but eloquence says the Joe walk away spot was crazy that it was, that it was, it this was. was one of the best things on the entire show. House of Black vignette. They are in action next week. Uh, I, lo- J- I love the, the style of this was so cool. Where he, he, Ms. Hart, Mr. Matthews, Mr. King, and they all like get, get a part of the promo. That was so cool. And I just love like, if anybody has a problem with what we're doing, feel free to, to come down and tell us that. Yeah. It's great. That's, that's a really cool thing to do, man. You need this trio to catch yeah. fire. You need this yeah. to catch fire for the division to catch fire. Board Dude 360 says Mox feels like the oldest brother when having to become man of the house when dad leaves. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I think that this isn't like a, a gigantic AEW loss. Mm-hmm. I feel like they wrapped up this story appropriately, and I hadn't seen a whole hell of a lot of progression in the BCC anyway. The most yeah. progression I've seen is Mox saying, we're done with Yas after this week. I fucking hope so i am so sick of this yeah so sick of this for for the for the challengers to say that coming into matches where they're probably both favored to lose like i'm just so i'm just so over like i love all the ingredients i even like jake hager and that dumbass hat it's just i am so over this story and as i've mentioned before this has at least been going on since May. But yeah. the fact that it transitioned from Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston directly into that, it feels yep. like it's been going on a year. And I'm I'm just over it. But Riga says, off the top of my head, reclaiming the BCC name is easy. Next big match, have uh, 
Moxley win a bloody ultraviolet match and say the Blackpool is the bloody pool they leave their opponents in. Yeah, I, I actually like that. That's a hell of a lot better Ooh. than your Miro super chat, Riga. I appreciate you. <laughs> I mean, really, that that legitimately that that's pretty cool. Or blood pool, like any anything like yeah, that. The I blood pool works. combat club is pretty pretty dark. Yeah, I like it. That could work too. I could work that. I could work with that. Sawyer says Miro isn't the best on the chase. He's best slapping the strap on his shoulder while aggressively praising his hot wife. Who, by the way told me he never clears those lines with her. They are always a surprise to her. She never she never knows they're coming. And then her social media just blows up. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Eloquent says, who's the first Triple H-led WWE defection to AEW? Ooh. Hmm. Well, I think right now a lot of these people are going to give Triple H the benefit of the doubt. Right. I still think it'll probably be Mustafa Ali. I think he'll probably head out there whenever he's a, yeah, a, I mean able. it 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 feels like they're starting something with him where a little maybe he's gonna he gets to finally do that um the real American thing that he was trying to do when he was asking out. Maybe yeah. they might be transitioning to that. I don't know. Jericho Vignette, he says that in trolling ROH, he has become the greatest ROH champion. This is what you would expect, but Mm-hmm. Claudio and Yuta end up defeating Garcia and Hager. Ian says, thought 100% Jericho wins over Claudio Saturday, but now it seems like BCC sticking around would be odd to break them up after this, I feel. I still think Jericho is winning it, but if there's no TV deal for ROH, I don't think right. Jericho's hanging on to that title. Tony right. says that we're going to find out more after. Uh, by the way, guys, I'll be here with Kate after Ring of Honor final battle, but... If there's no TV deal, I think Claudio wins this. There's no TV deal. I think that's a, that's that's a good call. Um, but the stipulation of if Claudio loses, he has to join the BCs, join the Yas. To me, you put that stipulation in there because you already have a whole bunch of comedy bits planned. Like Jake Hager forces him to wrestle in in a in a, in a copycat hat. Um, they're, they get to, they, they're the hat boys. So they got to come down to, I, like whatever, like there's, there's all kinds of stuff that they have planned for this bit. If, if cloudy loses, then they're going to force them to do all this stuff, but I don't want to see that happen <laughs> at all. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely rooting for Claudio to win. Um, and it is, it, this, it did feel like up until this weird, um, I'm always going to be Blackpool combat club for life, except I'm dead now. Um, that kind of threw a monkey wrench in everything yeah. because I was just assuming Blackpool Combat Club was splintering and going their separate ways. Mox is going to get involved with Hangman Page. Claudio loses, has to join Yas. Um, maybe maybe Brian and and Yuta have a little like falling out because they don't like they never really like each other. No Hangman tonight. What'd you think? What Hangman? Like I, I was hoping for some major progression there. I was hoping for that too. Um, maybe we see Hangman get involved with Moxley after Takeshita on Rampage. Yeah, I'm thinking we're, we're probably going to see that. It does. I mean, they're obviously going to do a pretty good feud here coming up, a lengthy one with with Hangman and Moxley. It feels like to me. So in person, no Omega, no Bucks, no Hangman, no Jericho. Omega, uh, Omega, and the Bucks. They, they had their week off from the from the thing. They're doing that yeah. again next week. So I don't know. Bill says Yas loses. Jericho calls Mox a chicken, a la Needles. 
feud continues for another six months. There oh, you go. Don't do that to us. Um, BCC getting the win. I feel like they needed the win, especially yes. after Regal died. Yeah. So uh, Jam Beard says, last week after Rampage went off the air, House of Black put Cutler through that table. They told him it wasn't personal and it's who because of who he hangs out with. Oh, I just want to give a lot of credit to Brandon Cutler, Julia Hart, and the shot that they set up mm-hmm. for being the elite where the yeah. camera was on the ground and then it caught Julia Hart's boots walking into the shot yeah. and then her picking it up and then the great camera work immediately seeing what happened in the background. Mm-hmm. That was so good. I really, so really good. loved that. Really loved it. Joel so said, good. my main issue is having Claudio join Yas seems too similar what they're already doing with Matt Hardy in the firm. Yeah, and unfortunately, that hasn't been something that has stopped AEW in the past, like the the, the three concurrent, am I going to use these weapons? My teammate doesn't want me to, mm-hmm. stories that were happening. Jamie Hayter sat down interview. It's just fun to listen to her talk, Alex. Yeah. Um, and she exudes, like, and yes, I am saying it a bit because she's, she's uh, British, but... Like that, that almost Nick Aldis esque quality, sure. like like the elegance of a champion type mm-hmm. of thing. Like she's dressing like a champion. She carries the cha- she like holds it up like a champion. She talks like a champion. Like I buy everything about what yep. she says. The same way I bought Nick Aldis whenever he was trying to bring some credibility to the NWA title. Yeah, um, I I, I think that Jamie like like everyone gets a sit down interview except for me. Yes. And I'm only the undisputed champion. So um I I I I really love uh what Jamie Hader um brings to to all of this. Um I think that she's again, as you say, uh a very natural speaker. Um and I think that that'll help a lot as as she carries the belt for longer. But <clears throat> um this is definitely not the thing that has the most intrigue coming out of uh, her faction tonight. Because there's a lot of people recklessly speculating uh, for that January 11th match that they promoted. Baddies defeated Madison Rain, Sky Blue, Kiara Hogan. This match was never in doubt. Um, This could have been on Rampage. Right. I don't... Yeah, I feel like we could have used some progression on a little bit. I, I would have loved to have seen Athena kicking the absolute dog shit sure. out of somebody to say, Hey, she's got an ROH title match. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, Jade, that is, Jade yeah. is at the point to where every time, like she tags in, she gets in the ring. She's, she's so over. She is she's, so yeah. over my yeah. God. This woman yeah. is just incredibly over. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they're, I mean, going to do a thing where, well, what is she at now? 41, 42 and oh, like Something like that. 43 or 44 might be uh her versus Kira Hogan might be doing might running that story. They they got they gotta fill those other eight nine matches so they can get She's, to 49 and oh today was 44, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I she, well uh, are there, actually it's like I, 40, it's 43 she didn't win a battle royal or something. There right, you go. Yeah. But um I thought that everybody did fine in this match though. Sky Blue is one that I'm I'm glad they they got they got her. Kiera Hogan is very good. Red Velvet looked incredible tonight. She looked great. She looked great tonight. Oh my gosh, she she exudes such a natural heel quality. Uh, as does Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, are we ready for some reckless speculation? 
Mm -hmm. challenged Soraya to a match in LA a month away and says it's going to be you and somebody else against me and Jamie Hayter. Well, I we've got Joel Woods saying, is it going to be Tony time or boss time? If it's Tony time, all due respect to Tony. Right. A month build? Yeah, no. Can't do that. No. If you're AEW and you have the opportunity to get Sasha Banks, you do anything everything you, you can. possibly can. Yep. Everything you possibly can yeah. do yeah. to get Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. When I asked about the, the Sasha Banks stuff earlier this year, um, I was told that WrestleCade tried to bring her in, which would have been for last weekend. They were going to pay the amount, and then they were told, well, we can't do any wrestling stuff until after January 1st. There's a very specific date. I've had constant people say, what's up with her in WDB? What's up with her in WDB? What's up with her in WDB? I haven't heard a damn thing. Haven't heard a damn thing. Right. Um, a lot of people wondering, is it Thunder Rosa? Well, I mean, Thunder Rosa, I mean, Jamie wasn't that keen on working with Thunder Rosa after what right. happened with them. Now, right. anything can change. Maybe she, maybe Britt got in her ear and said, hey, listen, sometimes those people are the best people to work with. Move past it. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Meet Normus wants a Statlander Hirsch update. Let me tell you, Statlander ain't nowhere near ready and ain't going right. to be. Hirsch was a bit ahead of schedule, but it ain't going to be her. Not in mm-hmm. this spot. All due respect. Do you think there's any possibility at Sasha Banks? I mean, any possibility. The only reason I think it's a possibility is because they're doing the mystery partner. And in L.A. A month from now in, in Los Angeles. In a whole like, new year. In a whole new year. Um, they are leaning super hard into it being like. um, And the thing of it is, is that I, I would hope Tony would would realize that you can't do an angle like a month from now gear specific date mystery partner in la a new year you can't run that angle unless you have a surefire gigantic surprise and like to me the only one that fits the bill really would be sasha banks now, so, what if what if it was Naomi? What if she was able to to make I it? I mean, in? that would be really cool. But yeah. I, I I would feel bad for Naomi if people weren't as excited for her as they were for Sasha. And that's that's you know? no that's like nothing against her. She's she's I fantastic. Love, I love Naomi. She's great. But like, yeah. but it, it's just it's the thing that every I can't scroll through Twitter at any <laughs> given hour without seeing somebody speculating on where Sasha is going to go. So, like, it, it's it's a thing. People are talking about it. Dream Ninja says 100% Sasha would be the biggest get for AEW if it happens. This is one of those things where anything other than Sasha would kill the crowd. Unless they establish beforehand that it's right. not. It, if you know it's not going to be, then you got to announce it the week before. I mean, WWE were like, oh, we're announcing Becky Lynch so it doesn't yeah. disappoint people. Right. Yeah. No, if you if you if they waited to to announce Becky Lynch in Boston, she would have been booed. That would not have been a thing to do. And I mean when it's Becky, they were doing right. that. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Darren says when you get to Soraya's segment, who you think will be the mystery partner? Does Deanna's contract at impact expire by then? There's nothing new on that. Uh, to to follow up on the Deanna thing, 
I believe there was a miscommunication within with with her and that company. Like when she had resigned with them, she was under the impression that her deal was up. They were under the impression they have a rollover on that. I haven't heard any update on that. I would imagine that Brit, that Deanna Perrazzo would very much right now like to be out of her deal at the end of the month. I, I haven't I haven't heard her say that. Yeah. But if you're her, why wouldn't you? Because one, you're either going to get paid more from Impact or you're going to get a lot of money from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Brandon Charles Powell says, if Brawl Out hadn't happened, the mystery tag partner could have been AJ Lee, but we'll never know. That Okay, that would also not be a disappointment. If it that were AJ Lee yeah. instead of instead right. of Sasha Banks, then that Especially would be... Especially yeah. with the connection between Soraya and yes. AJ Lee. Like, yeah. Yes. And Deanna in that spot also would not fit, I don't think. Um, Meet Norma says, what's good SRS and Linder? Thought this was a stupendous dynamite. Like to see Jade and Britt interact on the way to Jade taking both women's belts. I think eventually that's probably what happens is Jade wins both titles and they do tag titles. On Jade on Hey EW with RJ City was straight up saying like, maybe I'll take both belts. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how canon that show is, but, but I love that in character, she's saying, I'm just, I'll just take it whenever I want it. Yes. That's how she should behave. Sawyer says the Brit Soraya thing has Darby saying best in the world leading to a Chicago show energy. I don't know if it's that beat you over the head with it. Cause I mean like that was even after like we had reported it on fightfulselect.com, the best $5 in the business. That's true. That that was happening. Jambeard says for me, you have to have Sasha for Jade, not a tag match against Brit hater. I'd be down if it was someone from impact like James or grace. I don't know. After a month, a month build. I don't I know, mean, man. Again, if it's if it's like, hey, you got to go and find somebody to be a part to be your partner, and then three yeah. weeks from now she announces it, and we have two more weeks until the thing is like, yeah, okay, fine. But you just can't you can't announce that as the part as the surprise partner at the time. Uh, we've got Lord Zypher saying, Sean, any insight on a pre-sale code for Revolution? I don't get that stuff. I don't know. So, sorry, I can't help you shave a few bucks off there, but I can help you shave a little something else with harrys.com slash Fightful. Giving a great gift can make you look good, and giving the gift of Harry's to the men on your list can make them look good, too. This holiday season, treat yourself or a loved one to the quality shave of Harry's starter set with everything you need for a smooth and comfortable shave. It's the perfect gift to look fresh for the holidays and the new year. I love Harry's. I'm using this all the time. Love their weighted handle. Any holiday. How about this? Not just Christmas. How about Hanukkah? How about Flag Day? How about National Chocolate Cake Day? You want to look good no matter what, right? And harrys.com slash Fightful includes that five-blade German-engineered razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. That's a $13 value for only 3 bucks if you use our link. harrys.com slash Fightful. You can also schedule blades to be delivered whenever you need them or for the person you're getting the gift for. Harrys.com slash Fightful. Get that limited edition gift box. It includes premium shaving and grooming products in gift boxes. Nice enough to go right under the tree. No wrapping required. Harrys.com slash Fightful. $13 value for only 3 bucks. Every guy can use this. So if you're strapped, you're trying to think of a gift. There you go, my friends. Harry's.com slash Fightful. Tyler says, 
both in L.A. Trinity is Soraya's partner. Mercedes with Snoop Bow Wow to call out Jade. Listen, I'll say this again. All due respect to Bow Wow, Mercedes is more culturally relevant than him. She don't need him. But I don't mind the other idea. Sawyer says, I really enjoyed Mox putting over Hangman, falling off his horse, dusting himself off, coming at him with his fists. We could Uh easily get a new tag team, Blackpool Combat Cowboys. Damn, that sounds like a pretty cool-ass name, honestly. I also, I love him saying, like, this is all elite wrestling, not all elite talking. And they happened to run that pre-tape right after one of the best talking segments in the history of wrestling. Living Dead Frank says, as Eli Drake would say, shoes of a champion. Man, I love L.A. Knight. I love his work. Tom LaValle says, the sweet cheek music came from Hey E.W. It's canon. Yeah. 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 Tyler says, by my count, Julia Hart was the first female talent tonight in the House of Black Vignette at 115. There's a bit more female presence in the later part of the show, but it feels like they should give Maria a backstage role if they haven't already. Well, I mean, I don't know that necessarily giving Maria a backstage role would necessarily change anything because Tony's going to have the final say no matter what. She's right. not going to like override what he says no. or anything like that. And um, Tony had made it clear to me that he's booking. He's always going to book, and that's going to be the right. case. But he also did say today on the media call that he has had conversations with her about Women's Wrestling Army. Uh, I encourage you guys to support that as well. Like She's trying to do something special and something cool. And I can tell you, when the, the Trevor Murdochs and the Billy Corgans of this world are out there saying that there's not enough women to put on shows, that pisses off Maria Kanellis and Bobby Cruz, and they are motivated to put on really, really good shows. So uh, check out what they're doing. In Simmons says, Jade versus Sasha, you build up. That's about the biggest women's wrestling match in that company. Bring her in with a tag match. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I think that Jade and Sasha is, not only that, it'd be an incredible match. I think yeah. it'd be great because you got a leader like Sasha in there with the the, the like the raw talent of Jade, mm-hmm. which is getting better and better and better. Oh yeah, Castle and the Boys versus the Embassy announced for final battle. I think the Embassy are winning those titles, and then we get Elite Death Triangle Four for winner is coming, which we knew. But we got a badass main event. We got the acclaimed defeating FTR clean as a sheet. No ass boys. No shenanigans. The old Randy Savage, you win him in the ring, you lose him in the ring, and if you're good enough, you're going to be over no matter what. And goddamn it, FTR are good enough because oh, yeah. guess guess what I ain't talking about? FTR taking a big fat L right here because now they're going to be attached to the Briscoes. Right. We'll talk about that momentarily, though. The acclaimed and FTR put on an incredible main event tag team wrestling match, and this is exactly what I wanted to see, some good psychology, a bunch of over talent, five super over talent, including Billy Gunn outside. This kicked ass, Alex. It did. It really did kick ass. And this is like the only time that I came away from going like, oh, where was the interference? Because I didn't want to see either team take a loss here. Like these are like FTR is the best team in the world. And you can't, you can't have the acclaimed lose a match, especially not for their titles. I, I, I loved how they like they booked the the end of the match to be Cash Wheeler against two guys for like a minute and a half, and he finally just got a, a perfect added roll through to pin his shoulders to the mat. He wasn't knocked out anything, yes. but it was one of those things. Like, well, I he got pinned by a champion, right? It, exactly. 
The champion wrestler pinned him. Right. I don't ever want Grab to the see trunks. FTR lose. Ever. That's, so I just, I, I just want to say, I just want to put over King of the North, who was in our chat earlier. Huge yeah. pop for Alex never wanting his favorites to lose. It's true. <laughs> I, 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 hey, that's me. That's, I, I never want my favorites to lose. Um, uh, when, when, it, when it's FTR, who is like, I mean, you, they're coming down with all of these belts. And it's one of those things where I just didn't expect them to lose clean in a free TV match. I just did. I didn't expect that, so I was kind of taken aback by it. More and more, I think it is the correct decision. But in the moment, I was like, "Well, you can't pin FTR. They're FTR." I just like, and it was kind of it was one of those deals. I love say this. What to to cut you off? The rampage spoiler is the fart in church. Um. Anyway, nice. <laughs> there you Wonderful. go. Uh, Wonderful. Uh, I was just thinking compared to other options. Right. Yeah. But uh, wonderful. Listen, uh, I, I'm not saying that I don't like that performer. I'm just saying like, oh, yeah, damn, I was a surprise. Like, I, I would just maybe have done that on the spot rather than mm-hmm. promote it as such. But right. you know what? It ain't going to be one where I'm like, ah, this is going to suck. I bet the match is going to be really good. Oh, it's going to be really good. Um, I will say that that they 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 protected cash wheeler and therefore ftr as much as they possibly could with the finish um i love that they were totally cool like they 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 scissored they didn't hug it out they scissored it out in the middle of the ring afterwards and then immediately nobody remembers that they lost this because everyone's looking forward to three days from now perfect perfectly done indeed this match rules so afterwards i like okay the Briscoes thing. Mm-hmm. Again, I think what, what Jay said was abhorrent and terrible. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I, at this point, it's, it's very, it's just very weird. Mm-hmm. Like some of the people that end up on this show. Right. And I don't quite get it. And like gun club have got to like do Briscoes bidding. Why, why would they want to do that? Like what, from a story perspective, why would they want to do that? I I don't understand it, but, um, double dog collar match, ROH final battle. That's great. Briscoe's got to win though. Briscoe's got to win at this point. Broadway Joe says the visual of FTR holding all those tag belts, but also losing establishes AEW tag titles as Supreme. You can respect other companies titles, but AEW is the top. I completely agree. And at this point, I kind of hope that it is, uh, and somebody says this is the Confederate flag stuff they've done in the past as well. I see. I saw Dukes of Hazard on the damn same right. show that, that like Raw and SmackDown were on for, forever. Like, not certainly not something that I condone or I like coming from Kentucky, right. especially. Fucking hate that stuff. But like, my God, man. Um, I I think it would be like if if you Google image search the briscoes and on the first like 10 images a couple of them have confederate flags in the back i get why people wouldn't like that on their you know their their programming i get i get it but it does feel weird that you can promote them for a pay-per-view this saturday on the show but you 
they didn't say the 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 Briscoes. They said the the Briscoe Bros, which is not mm-hmm. actually how you say. That's not their that's not their name. No, it's so not. It was, it was yeah, it's ain't it was Jack there. and Jerry here. <laughs> <laughs> it's ain't them. Uh, yeah. Custodian says, "I love how organic and uh, the acclaimed and and Sammy got over in AEW and the Fed. If FTR lose on Saturday, is their time coming up in AEW? Well, Dax told me last week he believes his deal's up at the end of April." And they have been interested in just like doing outside of television stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. There's an awful lot of money to leave on the table there. Yeah. An awful lot of money to leave on the table there. But yeah. Um, yeah. And Broadway Joe, I'm not going to read this other thing because. Well, actually, I will. He says. They still do the Confederate flag stuff. Meaning is also different now as compared to 20 years ago. It's an acknowledged symbol for a particular group of people now. Okay, I, let me just address this. I I come from where a lot of where the people that were brought up to embrace that flag are like rebel culture, rebel culture, not necessarily what a lot of people know it as now, but still you do become educated on what that necessarily means and what that stood for. And it's just, it don't fly. It don't fly now, and there's nobody that can say that it's a part of just rebel culture, yada, 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 because when we were in middle school, I certainly never fucked with it, but there were a lot of people who had no idea about the Confederacy. They knew it, rebel flag. You know what it means now? It's dog shit now. It, it always has been. It, it This information is more readily available, easily correctable, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Were they from Delaware? Delaware, they don't need mm-hmm. to be flying that goddamn thing. No, get get no. that the hell out of there. And they don't do it anymore now. They don't. Yeah. They haven't used yeah. it in a long time. Uh, Jam Beard says, "Do you think part of the delay for ROH TV deal is because they're trying to get the network to agree to having Briscoes on TV?" Um, no, I think that if if they uh, if they got a TV deal, they would just find a way to make it work no matter what. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very surprised that the Briscoes haven't popped up on TV yet. Because honestly, if you were Warner Brothers Discovery, th- they create some compelling television. They're very, very good. JP says, fantastic main event. Uh, the pops at the beginning were great. Thought Bowen stole the match. So I fucking love this. Um, hey, by the way, guys, wrestlers around the world, you want Fightful doing a feature on you. We did a big one on Anthony mm-hmm. Bowens a few years ago, and uh, he ended up getting signed by AEW. It was a, it, it was more of a, like, how is this guy not signed type of thing? Casey Navarro, we did a big feature on him, Alex. Guess he's at the PC mm-hmm. this week with Kylie Ray and a bunch, a bunch of ROH veterans. Casey Navarro's there. I love seeing that when Anthony Bowens gets the hot tag, that place goes crazy. That place goes yeah. wild. You love Absolutely. to see it. Brent Lockman says, TK mentioned an ROH creative team today. Any idea who was on that? Uh, I would imagine that Sanjay Dutt is is a participant in that. He has been like a mm-hmm. right-hand man type of thing for a while. I'll work to find out more. But, man, the, the, the audience is also here to talk about the, this Sasha speculation. Javier says Sasha's first tag match, first match in a tag match makes no sense. Well, I disagree with that. I think Sasha being in the ring with the biggest star that they have, Britt Baker, their champion, and then Soraya makes an awful lot of sense. And plus, the visual of Soraya and Sasha to to any dumbass mm-hmm. that is out there, uh, yep. like, there you go. 
Henry T. Casey says, do you think the footage of the Briscoes ripping a pride flag out of a fan's hand and a show is playing a role? I hope if something's playing a role, that is what's playing a role. I, I yeah. hope so, because that that is not cool at all whatsoever. Javier says, do you think it's Tony, Rosa, or Sasha? I think it's Rosa. I think it's Rosa Mendez. That's who I think it is. <laughs> not really. I think... Uh, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna say something also uh, because I normally hate this kind of stuff, but I thought it was masterfully done. When the Gun Club came up on the screen, I was like, "Are we doing seriously FTR versus the Gun Club at Final yeah. Battle? Come on!" And the fact that they used them, knowing that that was going to be a reaction of some fans. They used them to then be the reveal of, no, actually, it's going to be the Briscoes in a double dog collar match was a wonderful little bait and switch. Yeah. Like that was, had to be intentional and it was perfectly done. Oh, man. <laughs> I put FTR versus Briscoes in a double dog collar match at ROH Final Battle on Twitter. And Austin Gunn says, Yeah, I know. I booked it. <laughs> Roy says, what about Kyrie as a secret partner? That'd be cool too. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. Mm -hmm. Broadway Joe wraps us up. Guys, thank you all so much. You guys have been uh, generous with your super chats. And I know this isn't like a traditional hour and a half long show, but um, you guys, especially on Alex's shows, have been so generous to us. And YouTube is not doing us any favors. I cannot, I cannot fathom how many times I've had people say, oh, well, I can't see that you guys are live. Tap the bell for notifications and it'll, it'll it'll do the best. We're live three, four times tomorrow between Spotlight, the Scrum, Day After Dynamite, and Impact. So we're all over the place. But he says, I think Sasha makes perfect sense. Do Soraya, hater. Sasha DMD at Revolution. Sasha moves on to Jade after. Book it, TK. I mean, if they get Sasha. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That is an entire demographic of fans that you just want to drag in. And Trevor says, if you notice on Barmageddon ads, she's listed as Sasha Banks, not Mercedes. Don't think she's turning up in AEW. Trevor, I don't believe that I've ever seen an advertisement for the show. I don't think I've ever seen them actually promote Barmageddon. So I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Completely lost on me. They should really let some people know that that show is happening. They should. I I had no idea it existed. (laughs) but uh, also a very good point. And Joel Pearl says impact post show, keeping those same viewers, despite the YouTube issues, love impact fans, buddy, those same 1.4 thousand people, they are there because they don't have anywhere else to go. That's it. It's so weird. Like we'll check on Facebook and like on Facebook, the impact show will have like 30,000 views some weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's unreal. Uh, Guys, leave us a thumbs up on this video. Uh, leave a comment under this video. It would help us out an awful lot. Interviewing Carmelo Hayes this week. Got that Shaza interview. A reminder, we've got tabs set up on YouTube now. I hate it. It sucks. It ain't It ain't optimal. But uh, that Shaza interview is such a blast. It is so fun. I interviewed Billy Starks. We had Santino Morella. Rohit Raju was a fun one. Eric Bischoff. Jake something. Josh Alexander. Giselle Shaw. Uh, it's not just me doing these interviews now. It's uh, Joel Pearl, uh, Matt Young, Grapsity, all kinds of people. Uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you. 
You can find me uh, on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me uh, on Fightful Select on uh, on Mondays uh, on Fightful Select with with Kate um, talking about Raw, and then on Fridays we do a Rampage watch along while reviewing SmackDown. It is it is a wonderfully disconnected and disjointed and fun. Hmm. People seem to really like it, so that's right after SmackDown. Uh, put put Rampage on the big screen and on the second screen. Uh, get your boy over here talking about SmackDown while watching Rampage. That's fun. And on Tuesdays, it's become just puns, just just a game show of who can have who has the best puns. Keeping us about afloat right now, topic. Alex. Apparently, we got a hundred and seventy. Humper and Super Chats of puns about school last night for the NXT show. You guys are amazing. Listen, you're, Alex and Kate are pulling the Super Chat weight right now, and we appreciate it. Um, guys, thank you all so much. Meet Normus says, more money for Fightful. Now then, forever, Meet Normus. Thank you so much, our friend. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.